grand rising, grand rising, powerful beings. Listen, you got everything you need to transform your life. A lot of times we think, man, I don't have what I need right now. Like I need this. If I'm gonna change, I'm gonna need this. If I'm gonna change, I'm gonna need this. And we can't even change because it's like, how are we gonna accumulate so many things and then change? It doesn't work like that. How it works is you change and then you accumulate and then you realize like, yo, I got all this stuff in me already, okay? So if you think that you are missing something in order to transform your life, I'm here to tell you, no, you don't, my friend. You got everything you need in you and it starts with your focus, intention, and will. You making a determined effort. Yo, I'm not gonna live like this anymore. The moment you change the way you look at things, what you look at is going to change. So keep tapping in for some motivation to realize that, man, I got everything I need. I just have to bring what I have already and then I'll get what I want. Let's go. What do I mean when I say you got everything you need? What I'm saying is there isn't some knowledge that you need uh, that's going to be the knowledge that you need to get the ball rolling, right? There isn't something that you're going to need to get the ball rolling, but it's someone you need to be and a mentality you need to have to get the ball rolling. So once you start the momentum, the law of attraction kind of like brings those things about. But what's happened with most people is they try to accumulate everything that they need in order to even start or start the, the pathway of starting. So I'm here to remind you that you have to start with what's in you and then you'll start to accumulate the things you need along the way. But if you're waiting for something to happen outside of you in order for you to happen how you want to, you're missing it. Which means if you want to lose weight, you can't wait for something outside of you to make that shift happen. If you want to change how you eat, you can't wait for something outside of you to make that shift happen. If you want to improve the relationship that you have with your family, you can't wait for an outside thing to make that shift happen. It has to be an inside determination. You ever heard of it's like an inside job, which means somebody inside got somebody outside in? or somebody inside did it. So that's what this is healing, growing, transforming is an inside job. It's a mentality job. So I, I, what I do is I help you refine your philosophy, your mindset. Because what I found out is that when your philosophy and your mindset is refined, you start to discover that you got everything within you already. And as you go along the journey, you start to say, hey, look, it's, it was me that I needed the most, not it. So how many of you think like you need $100,000 to live in purpose, to do something good? How many of you think like you need a new situation? You need to have a gym membership in order to work out. How many of you think like, yo, you need to have a lot of money to start eating healthy? How many of you think you need um, a girlfriend, uh, a husband or a wife in order to be happy? How many of you think that something outside of you is going to come and save you, right? How many of you think like that, right? You might say, man, sometimes I think like that, sometimes I don't. Or you might say, man, lately I've been thinking more like that and I, I, and it's kind of draining because I keep looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, 
And it's like I can't find anything, and I'm and I'm drained, Ed. What what can I do? I'm so drained. It's like I can never find what I'm looking for. The reason why you're not finding what you're looking for is because you're looking in the wrong place. The reason why you're not finding what you're looking for is because you're looking in the wrong place. And what I mean by that is, let's say you was inside with your key, right? And you left your key inside, but then you say, hey, you know what? I'm going to take the light. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to go look for it. But you know where you left the key was in somewhere indoors. But you you like, okay, let me take my flashlight. I'm going to turn on my phone flashlight and I'm going to try to look through the dirt outside. So we got people going all over the dirt, just like, yo, let me find, let me find my key. I, I'm trying to find the key to open the door to happiness. I'm trying to find the key to open the door to abundance. Like, I'm trying to find the key to open the door to peace, joy, peace, and love, right? We love to say that, but we don't tap into what that means. So, like, I'm trying to find the key to it. What, what's happening is the reason why you're not finding the key to open the door to what you want is because you're looking in the wrong place. Mm. The moment you change where you're looking at is the moment you're going to find what you're looking for. So a lot of times we're looking for love, but we're looking for love outside of us. You can't find love outside of you when love is inside of you. So if you left the keys indoors, you got to go indoors to find the key. Likewise, the key to whatever you want starts from inside of you. It does not start from outside of you. It is the internal that, that creates the external. It is from inside that you can then create a set, a cell, set a, a, an intention. And then that, that's what's going to, along the journey, bring about. So you're like, man, what, what, what can I start? The first thing that you need to think about is you got to make a decision. You got to know what you want, right? What's happening is that many people don't know what they want. So they're looking for many things. It's like, I'm looking for a stone, but I don't know which stone I'm looking for. So like, well, it's like, but they all look like rocks to me. Well, that's the problem. You have to know that the stone, you got to know what stone you're looking for to find it. So what are you looking for? What are you searching for? What, what is your desire, right? What is your desire? Like, sometimes you wake up, my, I, I don't feel like my life is missing something. You're like, my life is missing something. Mm, what, what is it missing? You know what is really missing? Life is missing you. As in, you're not bringing all of you out so you feel like your life is missing something. No, your life ain't missing nothing. Life is missing you. Life is missing a little bit more of your presence. Because the moment you add a little bit more of your presence to life, you present yourself in a different way. In every situation, you realize that you're adding value to life. You're not waiting for life to add value to you. The moment you step into your power, you step into rooms, you share love. And then now love comes back around. Right? The moment you, you say, I got, I got the power. I got the power. What that means is now you're like, oh, I'm the power. I'm the power plant. You start to plant yourself differently. What's going on, brother? It's a different mindset, y'all. So this is, this is a con... Now, Mind you, I'm not about to tell you a whole bunch of stuff to do. I'm refining your philosophy. So I want you to keep tapping in with me. So everything you need starts from inside, but it does not mean that you don't acquire outside resources to grow. Which means everything starts from inside, but you're going to need to acquire outside resources to build. So let's say you wanted to build a house. 
you got a vision of the house, of how you want it to look like. This is the vision of my house. It starts from the inside, envisioning it. I, I want you to hear the word, envision, or insight, sight inside. So you can have a vision to then find the tools to create it. So somebody says, I want to build a business. Where does the business get cultivated? The business is an idea first. It's a desire, something you want to bring out. So if you read Think and Grow Rich, he talks about the importance of desire and then he shares certain steps and certain character traits or certain habitual patterns that you need to adopt in order to then make that dream become a reality. But most of us, we're looking for a business we can start outside of us without a desire to fulfill a need in the world and that's where we're starting wrong. A lot of us, we're looking for something outside of us to fulfill us and that become, this is when it will become an addict to the outside things. Now, this is not to offend you. This is just a way of putting it. Like, yo, if you got to always depend on this to get a dose of love, you have became slave to, out, to this pseudo love. You got to realize that, yo, you are the cultivation of that. And peace, does not peace is not something that happens because you do something. Peace is something that happens because you're just being someone. It's something that your, when your body is aligned, is when your body is in tune. So a lot of people say, man, I got to find my peace. Yo, you got to find love. You got to find peace. You got to find money. You got to find it. No, you have to discover it inside of you. And then you start to realize that by the very means of discovering it, you just cultivate and enhance it. Love is not something you find. So you don't go on a journey and say, I'm going to go find love. No, cultivate love within you and you attract a loving person and you're both going to mix your love together and you're going to be in a love situation. And that's how you want to do it. It's a different mentality. It's a different mindset. And this is why people start draining on each other because they're literally vampiring for other people's stuff. You got to cultivate your own stuff. All right. Here's what I mean. Hey, man, I, I'm trying to find a boo. I'm trying to find the boo so uh, they can make me feel good about myself and they can love me like I deserve to be loved. I got to find the one. Mm -mm -mm, I'm going to find the one. You know, all these guys, they ain't nothing. That I, I can't find. There ain't no good guys out there. They are, all these men ain't. Okay, let's go back a little bit, boo-boo. Okay, you trying to find love from all of them. I mean, say, how much love have you given to you lately? <laughs> how much love has you given to you lately? And I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to try you. I'm trying to keep it real with you. Like Bron, Bron just said, keep it talk spicy. I'm going to talk spicy. Because guess what? Sour and spicy is good for the heart. But a lot, we just want sweetness. Right? We want sweetness just to, just to uh, tame our cravings. And the thing is, we got to deal with the sour and spicy sides of ourselves to realize that we've been causing havoc. Take responsibility. Listen, the reason why we want everything outside of us or we need to, somebody to blame is because we don't want to take responsibility, okay? Yesterday, I, I had some hot pepper. I got the mai mulen, all right? Only my zoos know what I'm talking about. It's like a Haitian version of cornmeal and stuff like that. You know, got the mai mulen sauce, poisson sauce. You know, we, we on point with that. <laughs> and I'm eating my food and I got a little, I got some spicy pepper. And I popped the pepper and then the spice went all over my food. I am sweating bullets. 
yo, I'm sweating bullets yesterday. I'm like, man, I'm enjoying this food, but I'm sweating bullets. And then all of a sudden, right, don't TMI, right? But mucus started to, like the spiciness started to clear up mucus. And I was like, oh, snap, I'm going through some, you know, I'm getting hot, I'm getting heated, but I'm sweating. The, my pores are opening, releasing toxins and mucus coming out. Now you might be like, man, that's too much information. But you know, this is the science behind it. When you take some spicy things, what it does is it really allows you to, the body to expel toxins. The thing is, we're too afraid of the spices. Like we're too afraid of dealing with the parts of us that is maybe a little spicy, maybe makes us uncomfortable, makes us a little hot. So we have to tap into both the sweetness and the spice. You ever had sweet and sour sauce? Right? It's like it gives you a little bit of both. This is this is you. Okay, let's go back. So that's why we're gonna keep it spicy. So let's go back here. There was a beggar who was sitting on the side of the road. I'm gonna tell you a little story about about a beggar, right? So this beggar, he, he's sitting on the side of the road. Every day he's like, yo, can I get some money here? No, I, I want you some dollars, you know? Yeah. I'm not talking about what a, not necessarily a modern, you know, crackhead or anything like that. But I'm talking about a beggar. Like, he's just, give me some money. And he keeps begging, 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 begging. And all this time, this guy stopped by and he gave him, he's like, yo, your father passed away, and he left something for you. Now, this beggar, he never received any mail in his life. No mail whatsoever. So he's like, man, I got mail for the first time? So he got the mail. He got the message, right? And this, his brother is the one who gave him the message. But then he's like, he's so enthused by the message that he, he never opened the envelope. So he's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to take this envelope. He put it there, and he's like, oh, so he just kept showing off to his um, homeless friends and his beggar friends. And he's like, yo, I got an envelope here, man. I got mail. You ever seen that? I got, I got mail. So he's, he's just like, he's so enthusiastic just about his mail that he never took the time to open it. Right? And so this man still stays on the side of the road begging and begging, and he never does nothing with the mail. But eventually, this man passes away. And nothing happened. He never opened it. I mean, how unfortunate. And what happened when, when that mail was opened? His father turned out to be a multimillionaire. And this multimillionaire left him all his estate. But he was so proud that he just got mail. Something he never got in his life that he never took a chance to open it and reveal the treasure chest that lied for him. Likewise, a lot of us are beggars on the street, begging for scraps of pleasure and fulfillment from all types of things. We go to a corporation and we beg for scraps of pleasure and fulfillment. We go to the club and beg for scraps of pleasure and fulfillment. We go to the bar and beg for it. We go to a spouse and beg for it. We get a husband or a wife and beg for it. We get a boyfriend or girlfriend and beg for it. We get a product, we get the makeup and, and beg for it. You get whatever it is to beg for scraps of pleasure and fulfillment but you never open the treasure chest that lies within you and the creator is like here's an envelope open it and you're like thank you you gave me that i appreciate it god oh thank you so much god i, I appreciate you. i appreciate you so much lord but then you never open it what you doing you gotta open yourself up the reason why we don't open the envelope is because we closed ourselves up for so long and we've had a mentality that i'm just a beggar on the street man he said, I just do what I can do. 
But what I'm saying is once you really open yourself up, you're going to tap into some stuff you never thought you had. I used to be so closed off because I was scared of how people would think of me. The moment I open myself up, I'm apologetically myself and I love it. Right. Because now I'm free to just express myself. And I found out I had the treasure chest within me. So now I'm over here doing my messages. I'm doing my speeches. I'm doing the work every day and every way. I'm getting better. And I found out that there's so much light within me. Everything that I thought I had to go find and look. So I thought, you know, there was a time where I said, man, to be a great speaker, I'm going to need to study so many speakers. I'm going to need to remember all this stuff. And I realized that, yo, the reason why you do development work is to develop enough so that you can reveal what's in you. Once you reveal what's in you, the master comes back and he gives you the gift. To those who have the many, much more will be given. To those who don't use the one, the one will be taken away and given to the many. So there was a master, right? And he had many servants. And he was going away. So he said, you know what? I got 10 talents. And in and, and those times, those talents were measures of gold. Literally, it meant about one point something million, right? If you look at modern day money so the beg so the master says, okay, I'm gonna give you one talent. I need you didn't say what to do with it. So master also said, I'm gonna give you two talents. He didn't say what to do with it. Then the master gave another servant three talents, but still didn't tell him what to do with it. He gave another one four talents. He didn't tell him what to do with it. So the master went away. Right, master went about his business as he should. He's a master. Masters don't sit around. Masters got to travel. He got to do stuff. Got to teach. So then the master says, okay, I'm, he comes back and he's asking the servant, he's like, yo, where, where, my, where are my talents at? Right? So, so the guy we had to, he said, you know, uh, uh, master, I, I know you gave me two talents. I know you worked so hard to, to, do, to get these. So I'm going to take these talents. I went and I multiplied it. I got four. His, his four talents. The master said, very well done. Good job. And another one said, Master, you, you gave me three talents. I really appreciated it. So what I did was I, I shared that talent. I, I traded that talent. I, I spent time with that talent. And then, you know, out of it, I, I came up with six. Master said, very good job here. And then, you know, Master had another one. He gave him four. And, you know, this guy, he's like, okay, I got four talents. And you think he had four talents. Even I got four talents. I can just, man, I sit. I'll be good. I got like six million, eight million dollars right now. This guy went around. He took his four talents. Now he got eight talents. Wow. Master said, I am very proud of you, my friend. Good job. Then the master went and he talked to this guy. He had one talent. One talent. It's like, uh, I gave you one talent. What did you do with it? He was like, well, master, um, I appreciate your talent so much. I just, I didn't want to, nothing to happen to it. You know, I was so scared that something was going to happen to it. So I took the talent. I went and I buried it. And look, look at the talent, safe and secure, here, here's the talent. Master said, well, mm, you know, you didn't, you just took the talent, you hit it? So the master took the talent from the person who had one, and he gave it to the one who had eight. Now the guy who had eight has nine talents. Now the numbers might not be super accurate based on where I read the story from, which is the word, the divine word. Now the guy who had eight talent has nine talents. That's just to say, if you don't use what God gives you, he's going to take it and give it to somebody else who's going to use it. Because God don't give you stuff for you. God gives you stuff to multiply. 
What did God say? He said, oh, let there be light. Oh, let there be a human on this earth. Oh, he said, oh, go around, be fruitful and multiply. He didn't say be fruitful by finding. He said be fruitful and multiply. That means he gave you something already. Hmm, he gave me something. What is that something? That means within you lies something you can multiply. But the thing is, most of us think that we need to find, like we got to multiply what's already in us. So the master has already given you what you need, but you got to multiply it in order to keep it. So God gave you a talent and you hiding your talent because you're like, man, if I give the talent, everything is a risk. I've heard of an amazing story that says to, to, to love is to risk. To share what you have is to risk. To go outside is a risk. Everything is a risk. But to risk nothing at all and play it safe is very deadly. Because the moment you don't risk, you kill what God has already given you. Too much is given, much is required. Now, when you are given a gift, you have to multiply it. You can't just sit on it and expect it to multiply itself. And how do you multiply gifts? You got to give a gift to be a gift and you get the gift. So I have many gifts now because I use what God gave me. So initially when I was a young kid, right, I didn't even speak. Wow, I didn't speak. You was a mute head. Yeah, I was. I was like the quietest kid. I didn't speak till I was like, what, four or five. I used to, um, <laughs> I used to shit on myself. All the kids were, they were doing really good. I, I was behind. It's like I was remedial. It took me a little bit longer. But then guess what? It doesn't matter where you start. What matters is how much progress you make. Now, I came over here. I'm not speaking no English. Right? They got me. They got one up on me because I don't speak no English. No, no habla inglés. When papa le inglés. I'm a Zoe boy speaking all Creole. I'm an Esau. Right? I got to learn English. But guess what? I started to use the gifts. I found out that I have an intellect. I had the ability to use my body. So I started to play basketball. I just utilized the gift. And then what I did was I keep focusing on it. I started using, using, using it. I started putting myself in sports. And by doing so, I started to learn more about the body. By learning about the body, it, it, it kept me in tune with the mind. And by, by saying, hey, listen, I know I came, I'm an underdog. I need to work harder to be better. It made me smarter and smarter. It made me more focused and focused. I developed discipline. So I started to be on the court earlier than other people. I started to take initiative because I realized that nobody was going to give me anything, especially an immigrant coming from Haiti. Nobody was going to give me anything. I had to work for it. So by doing so, my life started to transform. But I took a gift God gave me and I used it. And by taking that gift and using it, God slowly started to give me more. Now, somebody says like, yo, what do you mean God gave you more gifts? Look, I'm not saying that, yo, God is literally going to give the gift into you. I'm saying that by cultivating your gift, you will automatically create different parts of it. So by being good with my body, I started to be able to learn how the body works. And then I started to go to, into different facets of health, mental health, spiritual health, emotional health. And then I started to have many gifts. I started to be able to speak. I started to be able to teach people how to use their body. Then I started to be able to learn how to motivate people. Then I started to learn how to, then I started to learn how to, I started to learn how to, then it's multiplying. Then I started to learn how to interview people. Then my emotional intelligence went up. 
So I was the mute who didn't speak. And I started to, the quietest, the quietest kid in high school was just academically smart, but just keep playing sports. And then eventually now I start to blossom. So now I know some of you like, man, I don't care about your story. <laughs> but that's my story and I got to stick to it. It's my testimony. God went me to the test. Won't he do it? Transform my life. Gratitude to the most high. Got to give God the credit. Right? Now, now he's multiplying. He's giving me more gifts. So once you use what God gave you, you're going to multiply. But somebody like, man, man, this sounds good, bro. I like it. But I don't know what God gave me. You sure you don't know what God gave you? So what have you been doing? What's the reoccurring theme? Like I told you, everything is in different facets. From fitness athlete to scholar athlete to holistic motivator. It was all different facets of motivation. I always motivated people now that I realize it. Because I motivated the kid in class when I was putting in a lot of work. They was like, man, Ed is really focused. Ed is doing like a lot of sports. Like I saw you in the track this morning. But yet, how are you doing so good in school? How are you? And I know I motivated people without motivating people. I knew that my teammates, when they saw the work that I was doing to become from the, uh, to most improved to MVP, and they're like, yo, how, how, how's this guy doing this? When somebody noticed, like, yo, this guy's from Haiti, and he, he didn't speak a jack of English. Now he's speaking it like he could speak so well. I mean, he was a mute. How is he doing it? There's a theme in your life, but you got to look at the theme. The thing is, the reason why we don't notice what God gives us is because we're looking in the wrong place. We're not discovering ourselves. We're looking for things in the world, and that has been the thing. Now, in our society, we've learned that when we acquire stuff, then we'll become valuable. So we stuff ourselves thinking we're going to be more valuable, right? And we know gluttony is a sin. And gluttony is not just the food that you consume, but the energy that you stuff with. So the desire for materialistic things is a form of gluttony. Because you're so much involved in what you can put, what you can get, that you are literally clogging up what's within, then your spirit is not revealing. It's a spiritual revelation process. I'm going to say that again, y'all. Spiritual revelation process. When I used to look for things outside for me to teach or educate or motivate or inspire, I used to be able, I, I would repeat, I would regurgitate. But when I tapped in, I would create and I would be used as a source to just spread this message. Now I know I'm in creation mode. That's where we want to be. So now what we learned was as a kid is like because our parents, we didn't have stuff. So every day they had to try to root themselves. Um, they had to, they focused so much on stuff like, yo, uh, I, I know, my, you better put some water in this soap. <laughs> yo, turn off the light. You know, <laughs> hey man, you, you know, there's a scarcity mindset that we've adopted. So as we grow older, we like, man, you know what? I need to get stuff. I need to get rich. Forget it. I need, I need to get these things because I don't want to live like this. So we focus so much on the root that we forgot to elevate to what's higher than the root, the shin. So we got the root chakra, right? Most people live in the three lower chakras. They don't live up here. 
right? They don't live in creation. They live in survival. So they try to get acquired things for more survival. They never really tap into their spirit. But E.T. said something. He said this the other day. His last recent video, know what you want. He said, listen, I'm not going for the money. I'm going for the Nobel Peace Prize. That's, that's beautiful what E.T. said because I know his reason for going for the Nobel Peace Prize ain't for a certificate. He's going for the impact that he's going to have on a generation like Martin Luther King did. And he said, by the very act of going for the Nobel Peace Prize, I will get the money. By the very act, I will get the car. By the very act, I will get it. It's a different mindset. He said, I'm going to reveal what God gave me. And by the very act, I'm going to live a print in the world. And that's going to give back what I need. Likewise, once I was so focused on how much money I can make, I wasn't like this. Because I would, I would let my money determine my worth. I am still building, but I'm wealthy already. So a lot of people, for instance, are not even attracted to me, probably because I don't have a million dollars. I don't show a bunch of cars. I'm not showing my fancy apartment. But if they knew what was inside of me, they'd see the wealth. And the wealth sprouts from inside. And I know that what I do impacts people all around the world. Somebody from Australia, from Jamaica, from, I'm like all around the world. I'm like Israel, Africa. I'm like, oh my goodness. And all I'm doing is revealing what's inside of me. Now, the money ain't come like, I, like it's going to come, but I know it's coming. But every day, why do I wake up? I, I wake up, I'm like, yo, how do I share what's in me out here? And that's all I do. I just come, I share what's in me, and like, yo, it's creating something beautiful. And God is keep giving me more gift. Look, the Lord giveth. The Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all circumstances, God will take you out of certain situations and he will put you in an internal, it's a, a different point of elevation. He'll take you out of certain environments so you can be isolated enough to cultivate an internal environment that's going to blossom an environment more than likely. He'll take you through a gym process of your journey He's refining your character, integrity. Mm. Man, I'm telling you, guys, been ref I've been seeing some spark. My shadow parts. I'm like, bro, if I if I'm in a stage, if I'm at a place where I, I like millions of people are depending on me, at this state, right now, will I be able to stand up there and be up there? I'm like, God is saying, nah, bro, you gotta work on that. He's like, listen, listen, I give you all these gifts for nothing, bro. He's like, man, I, I, I'm not trying to waste it, yo. He's like, yo, I ain't give you this energy for nothing. I'm not trying to waste it. So he's like, it's either you'll learn or I'm going to keep punching you till you get stronger. He's like, I'm going to keep throwing stuff your way till you learn. And that's what the cycles are for. And the moment we learn, God says, okay, new level now. Okay, I got you to a new level, but, you know, I want to see if you're really there. Temptation. New devil. I'm going to put a new devil in front of you. <laughs> new devil. Here. You get one here. You get a little. Then you're like, no. My shadow side. Let me run away. God is like, uh, fear not. You better face it. There's a reason why I put it. Because you're going to meet many other devils like this along your path. So you think you're about to get out here and share truth to the world. And everybody's going to receive it. Like, No. You're not about to just do, do this holistic stuff and not have opposition. So you think God can just have you be, uh, uh, God is just going to have you go out there and, and, and be like, um, mm, 
you know, I, I'm, about, I'm about to teach the world how to live holistically and I'm not going to be courageous. Uh, I'm not going to have enough work. I'm just going to do it within a year. I'm going to be on this platform and reach all these people with this message. Nah, bruh. God knows what's coming. God knows what's coming for you so much that he's giving you the obstacle course before you go through the battlefield. He's like, yo, listen, I know what's coming for you. So let me give you the obstacle course before you deal with the real thing because it's coming. So God has been telling me so many different things without telling me different things. And what I realized is opposition is coming. Opposition is already here, my friend. However, there has to be a level of resilience where you can stand before kings and, and speak your truth. And I feel like there is going to come a time when I'm going to have to speak before kings and speak my truth. There's going to come a time where there will be a revolution and it will not be televised. And God can't have you do that with like, your, your, uh, oh, I just want to make some money today. That's not enough. I'm not on some money, money today vibe. I'm on some fighting spiritual warfare type of vibe. Leo, there's a battle against you, your mind, your kids, kids, your DNA. Like, this isn't about economic being. This is not, look, economics is a matrix to begin with. I'm not even going to go towards that. Because everything that God has given every abundance within itself. Now, somebody says, what do you mean? If I don't, if I don't work, I don't eat. No. You see, you got the concept of work wrong. You go and work for money to buy the food. God has already given you the seed. The thing is, you think you need money for stuff. You need the seeds God gave you. Because if I take a seed of radish and I plant it on the ground, I'm going to have radishes. If I take a seed of carrot, I'll put it in the ground, I'm going to have carrots. And then after the carrots blossom or the radish blossom or the callaloo blossom, it's going to give me more seeds. And I'm going to save those seeds and in the fall season, I'm going to plant them again. But some of you, you think in order for you to eat, you need money. No, in order for you to eat, you need the seed. The thing is, capitalism has put money behind everything. That's why God said, why worry about what tomorrow holds when I feed the birds, when I make sure that they're taken care of? But because we're not living under God's plan and living under man's plan, we need our, we're waiting for our boss to take care of us. This is what the matrix is. The moment we realize that all we need is inside of a seed that's already given to us, we no longer live in this metrical world. Now, because you still got to live in this society, you still got to make the money. Now, money is very effective tool to quantify the energy exchange because barter systems right now won't really work all the time. This is why I've created a brand businesses and I charge people for my services because it allows me to then not have to work on everything. Let's say, let's say if I needed this uh, cup, I had to go out and make it. How much time would that take? This is not my gift of making this cup. My gift is what I'm doing. I need to spend time to do this. So therefore, when I do this and somebody says, oh, let me donate to Ed. By the way, let, let's put that right there. Somebody says, okay, donate to my podcast, right? Okay. Cash app, Ed Talks. All right? Cash app, Ed Talks. Say, show me some love. Show me some love. So you're like, so I, here's the thing. I'm not going to go and make this 
I'm going to go and share my gift, the seed that God gave me. And then that gift is going to give me some funds. And then I'll be able to get this because somebody took their gift and made this. But the thing is, a lot of people have the gift to make this, but they're not making this. They're like, you know what? Forget using my gift to make it. I'm just going to go and work for somebody and do something I don't even like. And that's where the issue lies. The moment we align our gifts with our creation, we are transforming our lives. We have to align our gift with what we're creating. So that's why I choose to spend my time doing things that I'm creating. Now, because we live in a society, sometimes you got to do things that you necessarily is not your gift, it's not your passion, but you do it temporarily in order to create the space for that. Okay, so this is a sacrifice. So back then in the days, people had to sacrifice animals. They had to sacrifice lower nature things. Likewise, you got to sacrifice lower nature things for spiritual elevation. Today's a different day. It's a brand new day. I'm hyped up today. I feel good. So what I mean by that is we have to sacrifice our habits that's not serving us, habitual patterns that's not serving us, in order to move forward and discover what's in us. The reason why you're not discovering what's in you is because you're not sacrificing the lower nature of you to tap into your divine self. Mm. You're not tapping to the lower nature of you to tap into the, your divine self. And what I mean by that is we have to start to heal from the bottom. We have to start to be rooted differently. When we're not waking up every day thinking about bills, 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 but we're like cultivate my gifts. We're, t- we're talking about how do I bring something out here? We're, we're talking about these and this and that. Now, for some people, it's like, bro, you got your kids depending on you. You got your mom, your, your, your people you love, depending. It can become really hard. But for those of you who's like, I'm not, I don't got nothing to depend on. I'm young right now. Man, you are blessed. It's as if you are so blessed because now you can take your, but now you're like, oh, I, I, need, to, I need to match my friend level. What are you talking about? Oh, you need, to, you need to match your friend's condo? Why? So you can look good? You need to... Oh, you need that uh, Balenciaga? Oh, I, don't even, I don't even know how to say it because I don't wear it. Shoot, this is a nice little polo jacket. But uh, I look really good. All right. I'm going to tell you straight up. You know where I got this from? I got that from the thrift store. You know where I got this from? Thrift store. Where did I get my hat from? Thrift store. <laughs> I look really good. Now, could I have went to Ross and buy it? Why should I when I could get these really nice stuff for low? Why? Because I found the secret. You're trying to... You trying to make everybody look, you trying to make everybody feel certain good about you because you think, oh, I am worth it. But this is a polo. You know how much this costs? Pretty expensive jacket here. It was really good. I look real good, don't I? I look, I'm looking real good today. Looking real swats today. <laughs> Who would know? Nobody knows. But I just told you. Why would I tell you that? Because I really don't care what you think about what I'm wearing. Because it's not me. You're, you're experiencing my spirit more than you're experiencing what I'm wearing. I don't show you my car or whatever I got. I show you what I'm doing, how I'm cultivating, who I'm impacting, what's in my mind, what's in my heart. That's what matters the most. And our society is like, I need things to be valuable. This is why I'm going to be so wealthy, because I'm already wealthy. So when I get rich, it'll just be tokens and hints what's in me. And it's much beautiful than let me get all these stuff. Man, I could go on and on because my spirit is full, but I want to say this to you. Everything you need is already inside of you. 
But if you go outside the house looking for a stone, you don't haven't even identified that what it is. And you, you don't look inside for the stone, you'll be looking at rocks and you're going to be like, man, this is such a rocky road. It seems like life keeps throwing rocks at me. I can never find what I need. I, I'm getting stoned to death. No, you need to go inside and discover what's in you. Self-awareness discovery. Now, every day I come here, I show you a little piece of that, a little piece of that, a little piece of that. But guess what, y'all? I want to invite y'all to do a little bit more work with me. You see, don't look at my follower count and say, oh, this guy don't have 100,000 followers. Oh, don't look at how many people watching my live and say, well, there ain't much people watching his live. Well, guess what? Listen, the masters, most people knew about them when they were gone. And while they were here, they taught very few. So you want to be able to tap in like the listen. It's like the people who have like two, three million followers. Sometimes they just posting cute pictures at the beach and you're like, how the heck? So if you look at my follow account to determine my worth, you're misconstructed. So that's why I invite y'all to really tap into this podcast. This is a podcast, right? EdTalksDaily.com. I'm about to drop it. Y'all go to EdTalksDaily.com, right? And subscribe to the podcast. But if you put donate in front of it, and let me see if somebody really going to donate real, 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 real quick. I haven't gotten a donation for the podcast in a while. And I, I kind of do it every day. It's not like I, I be asking for stuff. Um, I don't try to act. I don't do this for the money. You know I don't do it for the money. But, you know, a donation will help me support this. Because this podcast got, I, you know, this podcast got bills. <laughs> it does. It got bills. It got the website, domain, got promote. It got many bills. So I, I, I at least want to um, have this podcast bills be paid um, through donations. So if you want to support, you want to put out some good energy, you just got paid today, you know, show your boy some love. $5, $10, you know, send a donation um, to either Cash App, Ed Talks. I'm, I'm going to put it down. Right? You know, it got to be unapologetic about this stuff. Sometimes I feel a certain way and whatever. It doesn't matter. Y'all, y'all send a donation to Cash App Ed Talks or go to edtalksdaily.com forward slash donate. Now, not only can you subscribe to the podcast, donate to the podcast, but once you start listening on your podcast app and you love it, man, y'all leave a review. I done told y'all. Y'all see me doing the work. Some days I come here only one person watching, right? And I'm okay with one person watching. Um, but if you leave a review on, on Ed, Ed Talks, um, on Apple Podcasts, you're going to get this out to the to the world, right? You're going to help this message go out. So after you like it, after you donate it, leave a review. Now you're like, bro, you asking for too much. Uh, uh, I'm not sorry. <laughs> but y'all tap into that. Um, subscribe. Come back here tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. I got you the motivation on point. But listen, I got something else for you. And it's the last thing I'm going to say. Rising Prime, man, is the most powerful rising routine in the world. So right now, I know a lot of people are going through some tough times, you know, and you, you could use some of this motivation, movement, inspiration every day. So that's kind of what I do at Rising Prime. I literally find a way to create a retreat in the rising through Zoom, 7 a.m. And if you go to the link in my bio, all these links are there, but it's risingprime.co, right? And tomorrow is going to be free for y'all. So I want y'all, I want to see who's going to come. Who's going to say, man, I'm going to come to the Zoom meeting, Ed. I'm going to try it out. I'm going to do some movement with you. I'm going to do some affirmations. I'm going to tap into whatever growth topic you got. And I'm going to, do, I'm going to do the Rising Prime once and for all. I want you to do this. Go, go to, right? I'm going to tell you right now. Go to risingprime.co. Maybe I, I got you too much action, too much calls. 
but at least do one of them, you know? <laughs> to sign up for the free rising Zoom call, okay? And you'll be able to tap into all of that tomorrow. Um, I see some people here has already signed up. I see Keris, I see Deja, I see the tribe here. I see the tribe, and this is part of my community, um, and we're growing and healing together every day. So once again, I appreciate y'all, I love y'all. Remember, you got everything in you. You got everything in you. And once you do that, there's a certain karma about it. Somebody said like, Ed, hey, man, how come you so consistent? How come you don't quit when it feels like, oh, I'm not looking outside of me and determining if I can keep going. I look inside of me, I'm like, damn, I got so much stuff. I need to bring that stuff out. So I'm like, bro, I need to do a park. I need to bring some of it out. So that's what I do. I bring some out. I bring it 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 out. And I'm like, yo, I love it. It's coming back. Mm, I like that. You get what I'm saying? That's what you just got to do. Be yourself. Whenever, whenever you get the chance to be, be yourself. Because everyone else is taken. Man. Powerful live today. Thank God for God. Thank you for for using me. I want to thank God. I want to thank God first of all. Uh, I want to thank the Most High. Um, uh, yeah, I want to thank God for everything that He went that He made me go through. Everything that He He, he gave me um, as challenges, but that made me stronger. All, all I want to thank God for my mistakes. I want to thank God. For the sins that I, I've made and for the forgiveness of those sins. And this is what I mean. I want to thank God for the opportunity for me to sin because it makes me yearn for righteousness. It makes me yearn to be better, to be a good and better person. I want to thank God for those. I want to thank God for the pain because it made me, it gave me more heart. I want to thank God for the experiences that I didn't like at the moment. But it made me more likable. I want to thank God. I want to thank God for that. Gratitude to the most high. Can I get an amen for that one? <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all can tell I'm in a good mood, right? It's good to be in a good mood. Smile, you know? All right, y'all. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Much love. Um, y'all have a wonderful day. Remember, you got the unlimited power in you to transform your life. But it starts with you. It starts with discovering yourself, man. And once you realize what's in you, you're not going to live a single day without sharing a piece of it. And once you start sharing a piece of it, you're going you're gonna to create something so beautiful. And it's not what you get that makes you valuable, but it's who you become and what you leave on the planet. And it's the type of person that you're being. That's the value. It's not what you get, but who you become. But until you believe it, the world forever miss all your talents all your gifts and all the great things that you have to offer so guess what my podcast is number one in the alternative medicine space but every day i just gotta be myself for it to get to number one i'm gonna be speaking to millions of people all around the world but i gotta speak to one and two and three and four and five and i gotta treat those five like they're a million and once i do that the world will get my talents and gifts so remember let your light shine Don't hide it, don't dim it. It's the holistic motivator.